So, Kyriel, the ship, the, the ship on the underside, like below decks, is not plant covered. It was all on the top deck. And I say it was uh, because that's how it was when you went to sleep last night. <laughs> on the other hand, you wake up and there are just flowers everywhere. <laughs> You've never seen so many flowers. You cannot see the grass. <laughs> the, un the, the below decks are flowers. The mast is covered in flowers. The cabins are flowers. Everything. You walk out, there are lily pads for like hundreds and hundreds of yards with blooming lilies as far as you can see. And uh, in, the, in the center of it all, there's sort of like a, a dome of like rose bushes just of like the main deck like that is just a dome there and there's like a it's like a little uh, like way to get out clearly but um that's that's what you wake up to roland you and and your your uh, family as well roland you probably wake to myra's voice being like the fuck is this shit <laughs> <laughs> i bet it smells great oh it smells lovely <laughs> <laughs> what wonderful. happened last night? I guess, uh, I guess that uh, bullshit they always say about deflowering isn't quite true. Oh, <laughs> oh I was very thinking the good. same thing. Curious. <laughs> <Very good. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> Tosh is just completely blushing if they're in the scene or not. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. You have a little you have a little flower hut that she made to like um give you privacy in case someone came up at random. But I think everybody's on the deck now. Uh and I think I, I think Viridian kisses kisses Atosh on the lips, the nose, and the forehead, and then kind of goes out and like is dressing as she's walking. Um uh -huh. and just says, Good morning everyone. <laughs> Good morning. Aren't you? Don't look. <laughs> Good morning. I hope you all had lovely nights. And then she like throws a look over her shoulder at Atosh still in the little like flower hut and says, I did. And then like goes downstairs to get breakfast. <clears throat> Kiriel just raises her eyebrows at Atosh. Atosh just smiles and shrugs with the hands up. <laughs> I don't know, Kiriel. <laughs> Good morning. So, it's a lovely night. Yeah, the stars were really nice. And so was everything else. What are you up to, Kiriel? How are you feeling? You know, just just out here smelling the flowers. Um, yeah, there's a lot of them around out there. <laughs> like, like, did did they multiply or something? You know, I think they might have. I wonder how that happened. Do you have any ideas? I don't have much of an idea. Wait, if Viridian's happy, it's harder <laughs> to hide her. So that actually might be. That could be on me, Curio. I, yeah, yeah. We, but they do smell yeah, nice. Yeah, it was on you. Yeah, it's, 
kind of my fault. I don't really mind taking the blame for this one because it's like, I come by it honestly, but definitely me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I think that was a uh, great, great way to spend um, the last night before the potential end of the world. I think that was a good move. You know what, I feel, I'm going to be honest, I feel a little resentment because Roland has never gotten laid this entire game. <laughs> and what, what's more, what's even more harsh is not only has Roland not gotten laid, but he has to sleep next to his three children and his two ex-wives in the ship. While everyone and else is having really, a summer romance. And two really hot, like, she-wolves. <laughs> just, just saying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This has been brutal. <laughs> Are you writing extra songs? I'm sorry, Will. Last time, last time we did Dungeon World, I put you in a love triangle. I did. That's true. That's true. And honestly, you know what I'm going to say? This is kind of what I get anyway for deliberately choosing to play like a middle-aged divorcee as my, <laughs> as my Dungeon World character. Oh, I love I, it. I want to be clear. Those two she wolves found you very attractive, very lovely. That's they true. just didn't. They just were like, I, he doesn't seem. I didn't. Ha- I didn't have the confidence. I didn't have the confidence. Yeah, it's that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Those two divorces have taken an emotional toll. <laughs> yeah, I'm not ready confidence. to be. Yeah, Roland's not ready to get back out there again. That's fair. That's fair. They're not going anywhere. They're they're border. <laughs> they're they're borderline immortal. So. Okay, I will well, say that nice. yeah, I yeah, will yeah. say that Roland has taken some different types of risks, like signing a contract, drunk. Yeah, and you yeah, know, I've, taken I've some gotten good... my share of thrills. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hey, Roland. Um, mm. Tara has taken her job very seriously, and once things have like calmed down, and Atosh has clearly been made fun of, she has clambered up the uh, the mast. And she calls down to you. Hey, Dad? Yeah, sweetheart? Are those sails? And she points behind you guys. No, that's water, sweetheart. These are sails. Here. I'm pointing at the sails for her. No. And then I look at Kiriel and Natasha. I'm like, kids, right? What are you going to do? No, wait. Roland, she's right. There's... There's, fuck. There's hills. Shit. Oh now shit. Is that at it too? <laughs> is that is that Eric? Uh, Eric Quinn. Atosh shrinks a little bit. Ugh. He's shit. Such a nonsense. And he's on. He's so. Ugh. Okay. What? Well, you, you are now being pursued. So. What's uh, what's the plan here? You can see uh, white sails in the distance. You're on a flower boat. Um. Yeah, what's up? I mean, uh, can I discern realities? Go right ahead. That's a seven. All right, you get to ask one question. What should I be on the lookout for? Mm. Well, on the one hand, yes, there are a number of white-sailed ships pursuing you. On the other hand, there's that thunderous, low rumbling right in front of you. So, 
you know, that's what you should be on the lookout for. Okay. Thank you. You are very welcome. <laughs> Curiel, Roland, what are you guys doing? Uh, Roland is panicking. <laughs> Curiel uh, is trying to calm him down. <laughs> yeah, what do, we, what do we do? I don't know what to do. Roland, okay, look at me. You got to keep your head through this, buddy. Oh my god. If we're going to make it out of here. Uh, we did all this because of a woman with snakes for hair. Why did I do this? Myra stops hey. gathering the children to take them below deck and looks at you and she's like, woman with snakes for hair? Oh god. <laughs> oh don't my god, worry, we don't have time fine. for this. She's Wait, she's fine? Or she's your, wait, what? Lost thread? Nothing. Roland, take some deep breaths with me. Uh, okay. <laughs> Moira and Shanna, like, shepherd the kids down, down below decks and follow and kind of just, like, close and bolt the door behind them. Um... And Viridian looks up and she says, Hmm. Well. Hmm. I don't have better ideas. I'm sorry. You know what? I've never had stage fright before in my life. And I'm sure as hell not gonna start today. So I I think Roland takes out his loot. And he's like, this is going to be the performance of my life. Quite literally. I want to try and do arcane art now before we're in danger Mm -hmm. um, and see if I can just give both of my party members a plus D4 forward to damage. Okay. That is a nine. Your spell still works, but you draw unwanted attention or your magic reverberates to other targets affecting them at as well. GM's choice. Okay, you have drawn attention, both of the wanted and unwanted variety. Oh, okay. But your spell works. Of the wanted and unwanted variety. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, remember, folks, you got a plus D4 if you decide to deal any damage. <laughs> Thanks, Roland. Gonna try my best. Yeah, what are, what are, what are folks doing? What are we doing? I think like for Curiel, she's just kind of running around, um, you know, making sure she's got like her gauntlets fastened and um, and like pulls her hair back tighter and like is running around, like making sure like Moira and um, the kids are OK and everybody down there uh, just kind of checking in on her team Um just just kind of assessing for readiness because there's not really a way to. I mean, for her, there's not really a way to get ahead of this thing. Like, I mean, I think that's kind of the most that she can do here because she's such a close range fighter. Viridian watches you running back and forth and back and forth along the ship and says, Curiel. Hmm? Yeah, Viridian. Uh, what do you need? Are, are we, you okay? Are we fighting? Um, yeah, maybe, maybe, um, just trying to prepare. Or are Um, we outrunning? Well, the hope is that we're going to outrun, but I, I have to be prepared for the worst because it's happened before. Hmm. Um, but 
I mean, we're out running into what appears to be a storm and oh, I don't think that's that the storm. <sighs> um, and Viridian looks over and she says, I think that's a waterfall or something. Hmm. Uh, it's the Lost Pass Curio. It's the Lost Passage. Natasha runs up. What? Wait, what? Um... <laughs> Is there like can we Dave, can we like see this at all or like what's oh that getting any visual that of this? thunderous sound ahead of you is getting louder and louder with every passing second is it not thunder from clouds but it's like the thunder of the water yes the sky is clear yeah guys this thing I, I meant I tried to mention it but everyone was uh, it's here and it's getting closer and Viridian's right um. Well, let's let's outrun him then. Let's go. I mean, Viridian, do you think there's anything you can do to make this ship move a little faster, a little lighter, catch a little more wind? Hmm. No, oh. but I can. And she goes over to the edge and like raises her arms behind, like at the at the back of the ship, and lifts her hands. And you guys can see behind you just seaweed is growing, Whoa. just just kelp on kelp on kelp. Maybe that will stop them a little bit. Uh, Roland, does that mean you are taking the helm? Yeah, let's do it. Is this perilous journey are we undertaking? Or I'm no, I helm. think this is a defy danger. Who? Hmm. I think this is either with intelligence or dexterity. I'll hear an argument for either. Um, I would imagine it's dexterity because it's more muscle memory. It's just reflexes. I'm trying to like compensate in time and react fast enough okay i hear that you get a plus one forward for um for viridian's uh tangle tangling kelp and such dang that is an 11 nice okay so this is a long process though like if you think about it, they've been following you for quite some time, probably, right? So they gain on you very, very slowly. And between the kelp and Roland, you're very expert maneuvering. You are buying every second you can possibly get. But over the day, the following ships get closer and closer until they're not little specks of sails. Then they become tiny ships. Then they become, you know like the size of a ship that you could see in a glass bottle. And then they're close enough that you can see people moving around on the decks. There's three of them. But as the sun begins to sort of go up towards noon and that low rumble, that thunderous low rumble of water cascading endlessly over an edge has become nearly deafening. And you are pulled into a current that is going straight ahead. And once you're in that current, it doesn't matter what you do anymore. You are being pulled that way. And they will not catch you. Not unless you let them. What are you guys, what are you guys thinking, feeling, doing while this has begun to happen? Well, I'm thinking... I mean, what did the, the prophecy say, right? It said across the lost passage, right? Yeah. So uh, maybe we 
and this could sound crazy, maybe we just have to go across, you know, maybe we just have to, I mean, these are gods involved. Let's have some faith, you know? Yeah. I'd imagine this is happening. Like we're kind of like shouting over this huge rush of water that's happening. Um, and I think Kiriel's just like, <clears throat> okay, if we're going over, just, just hold on. Okay. Just everyone grab something as tight as you can. Do we have any um, root or vine safety harnesses? <laughs> uh, yeah, the moment you say that, uh, Viridian grabs a tosh and everybody is bound in vines suddenly to the deck. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, definitely grabs Viridian's hand here. <laughs> so you guys get closer and closer. And then before you is an endless waterfall as if the world itself was folded in and torn apart and the ocean just pours endlessly into its depths. And at this point, no matter how loudly you speak, you cannot hear each other. Do you push on? I think with like the roar and like, like the sea spray being like kicked up and like, clouds of like mist like whacking against the uh the deck and since we can't hear each other maybe we all just kind of like nod at each other Mm. eye contact yep (sighs) yeah i mean i think this is probably a real test of faith here because there's not there's not much to do Atosh is kind of sitting there thinking I mean we have gotten this far somehow so there's there's more and the current isn't going to stop you know yeah so you get closer and closer it seems so close and yet it still takes minutes maybe quarter of an hour before you reach what feels like the edge and you feel the ship rocking and being tossed about. And as you do, I'd imagine everybody sort of like, like at the top of a roller coaster, you know, like some people like close their eyes or tense up mm-hmm. any of those sorts of things. Absolutely. Viridian closes her eyes and puts her forehead against a Tosh. And then everything stills. And goes quiet. When you open your eyes, a bridge of water has begun to form in front of your ship. It's a couple dozen yards ahead of you, just like slowly forming out. And it's only about a dozen yards wide. It's very narrow, relatively speaking. And in this long and narrow space, it is as if the passage has remembered to be an ocean again and begins to fill not only across the passage, but down as well, as if it was some giant, giant container, like a giant vessel for water it crosses the empty miles. And it seems like at the moment you passed where you should have like tipped over the edge, 
you can hear again. It's gone quiet. And the water is still like glass. And your flower boat just sort of glides through it. Is there, if we look out and above, is it still sky or it is? It is. It is still sky above you. But it's just a black chasm beneath. (laughs) It feels like we've gone, like we're in a video game and we've gone beyond where the map Mm. yeah loaded Mm. yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. this feels like no man's land like before you cross into a new state sort of thing that's just like extreme version you know so um does anyone see a mountain of stars I think Ariel just like kind of laughs a little bit and she's just looking around her just like in awe. Do you do you see this? No one's ever there's only been one person to ever survive it. I think Viridian lets go of takes off everybody's seatbelts. And she goes to the edge to kind of like look out over. This is very weird and very pretty. Do you do you do you remember it? It does it seem familiar to you, Radian? You know how you look at your own handwriting and you know it is yours. Yeah. I feel like I wrote some of the lines that made this happen. How does it feel? Very scary. Atasha's gonna hug her. She hugs her back. Roland, I think Myra and and the kids have and, and Shana have come back up mm-hmm. and are looking around. And I think a couple of them go to the edge and then like immediately go back to the center of the ship. And Shana looks up at you. Are we dead? Um Are we dead? I don't like the hesitation in your voice. <laughs> You know what? You were always telling me we never go on vacation anymore. Well, how's this, huh? This is an exclusive spot. I don't think anyone's ever been here before. So let's <laughs> let's look at the silver lining here. Uh-huh. And as you as you hear that, as I, as you say that, you hear something other than the quiet. A horrible crunching of wood. And you look behind you and the three ships have run into each other and are toppling over the sides. And you can hear screaming and they tumble away into the blackness. And for a moment you're relieved. And then you see a lone figure walking on the surface of this water bridge. You're leaving him far, far behind but he's still coming. Kyriel like takes her stance at the back of the ship, like watching his every move prepared for anything. Atosh grabs Radian's face and kisses it. And then it's like, I've got to go work. Eriquin's <laughs> totally here and he's not going to let up. And all of the other people just died. So, uh, 
this is really sweet and really pretty and strange, but I've got to go help Curiel. But I'm on the clock. <laughs> go to work. <laughs> Sorry. I love that you just said that to like a goddess. <laughs> I know. I did. Of course, if I had it my way, I wouldn't have to do this whole leave leaving thing. But because uh, yeah, I don't want to. But it's the only thing I have to do to keep you safe. See, it's the conversation we had last night. Yeah. Well, here's the upside, though. Uh, you're in a ship, and he's on foot now. You are so much faster than him, so he quickly becomes a speck, and then goes out of sight. Or, on second thought, I mean, he's not here yet. So you are no longer working? I looks at Curio, eyes, brows raised, eyebrows raised, like, and... Curiel just smirks and nods. <laughs> No, I'm no longer working. At least, I mean, right now. Okay. And she grabs Atasha's face and begins to kiss them. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> like, yep. <laughs> Kisses back. <laughs> because it's the last day of the world. <laughs> Meanwhile, Roland. I'm gonna go hug my kids, man. Yeah, fair enough. So, uh, Curiel, that kind of, that kind of leaves you. Yeah. I I think Viridian might have pulled Atosh back into the little rose hut and closed the little door, like grown the little door shut. Yeah. And like the kids and Roland's family doesn't, they do not want to be like looking at this weird void and water bridge (laughs) and weirdness. So it's just kind of you on deck. And slowly, slowly, a mountain is starting to come into view. I think, I think that she just goes, like, to the edge of the ship and, um, like, leans over the edge a little bit and um, lets her hair down and just, like, closes her eyes and just, like, breathes all of it in. Um and she just watches the mountain come into view. Um, she's not she's not going to alert the others, I don't think, until it's close enough because she knows that they're spending time with their loved ones. And that's ultimately what she wishes that she could be doing. And I think she's kind of taking mental pictures and making notes of all of it um, to bring back to her parents and the beast-blooded community that she left behind in Azar's village. But she waits to get the others until she knows that she needs to. Mm-hmm. It takes a couple hours. It's late afternoon. By the time the bridge reaches the other side. And the other side of the Lost Passage is not thunderous and loud waterfall. It is more like, like a glass filled to the brim and not quite anything is spilling over to either side but the bridge reaches it and your ship glides into the ocean and the mountain you realize that the mountain is almost this entire island it's just this singular mountain and your ship comes into like a crescent moon shaped bay with soft looking sand and the mountainside is covered in 
long grasses and short trees. And it's impossible to tell what season it is on this mountain. You know, there's patches of snow and some of the trees look to be in summer or autumn. But it's unclear. And there is a stone path leading from the beach. And it looks to lead up the mountain. You hit the soft sands. What do you guys do? Um, well, I'm imagining if we're close enough to dock, everyone's probably back up on deck, right? Yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah, I think Curiel's just gonna, like, hop off the ship and help it dock if she needs to. I don't know. <laughs> just drag it a little uh, further up the beach. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Curiel. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime. Taking up all of the slack today. <laughs> this is, is this the mount, mount of stars? Roland? Fox? I think Roland's looking at all of the maps that he brought. <laughs> I'm trying to see if anything mentions this. Uh, he's like, well, um, I think it's the only mountain here. So, uh, everybody off. This is it. This is the last stop on our tour. The kids and and your ex-wives hop off, very happy to see just, like, normal-ish looking ocean, land, all of this, all good. And Viridian climbs down excitedly as well. Where are you guys going? I mean, Kiriel's just prepared to... Like haul it up this path of stone. Yeah, let's do it. So you get to the stone path and you begin to walk and you only get a few hundred yards when you see seven figures climbing down the stairs to meet you. Um, Six of them are impossibly tall. Maybe seven or eight feet and the other is a broad man with dark brown hair and wearing sort of a, a, a red shirt uh, an axe at his side oh my god um and big fan Curiel you sort of start to kind of recognize the other men there's one that's kind of ghostly like that fox was the uh there's one with who you know best clearly the otter there's one who grins and he has fangs like that rabbit did another with reptilian eyes and the long-haired and bearded one you might guess is the lion and the one with feathers for hair must be the bird but they are impossibly beautiful and impossibly tall and all of them feel dangerous to be around. As opposed to Azar, who's just sort of confidently next to them, <laughs> but looks kind of like a man you'd meet on the street. Very warm looking, soft eyes. He holds up a hand. Uh, and he says, you, um, you, you, Hold on, all of you. 
nice to meet you all in person. Myra, Shanna, kids, Roland, you've done as well as a Cine and I could have ever hoped. Tosh, we've spoken. <laughs> and he like nods at Viridian, who seems very nervous. Nice to meet you, Kiriel. I think she, I think Kiriel's like standing there, and her eyes are really wide, and she like opens her mouth to say something, and nothing comes out, and so she just kind of nods. <laughs> I'm sorry we couldn't all greet you, but the strongest of us had to hold things together so we could explain things. You need to understand something. If you go any further, if you come into the Mount of Stars, you can never leave this island again. No mortal can ever leave this island again. Well, um, oh, we, uh, we don't have much of a way back, unfortunately. You will. Once things are settled. So we live here or we die here? What does that mean, Azara? We can't leave here again. No, you cannot. Not unless that... you turn back now. Nope, wasn't any, any answer. You live here, you die here? So, uh, well, is it is it one or the other, or is it certainly one? And... My hope is that you would live. Okay, I've been looking for a new home with my nomadic tendencies and whatnot, so I'd, <laughs> I'd gamble on that. You'd really want to make a home here? Your nomadic ways would be done. Viridian uh, looks at you really hopefully, though. Kind of glance back at her and look at his arm. Shrug. I mean, there's a season for everything, right? So maybe, maybe it'd be okay to be done being a nomad. Find a little piece of home or something. All right. I can't speak for for, for uh, this, the other members of my group, though. No, this is a choice that each one must make. And um, Viridian takes your hand, Atosh, and pulls you to the other side, where Azar and the Beast Gods are standing. Okay. Roland. Not quite in unison, but almost sort of subconsciously. Your kids and Shauna, they step back and Moira stands in front of them all and looks over her shoulder at the boat. And they she shakes her head. She shakes her head at me? No, at the gods. Oh. 
she's also staring at the beast gods like they might just kill them kill you all right now but you know I mean, Tosh loves the road. You know, this fits with their nomadic lifestyle. But um, if this adventure has taught me anything, it might be that I've been on the road too long. Uh, you know, maybe I'm no longer the lead act. I just had to open up for, for these guys. Forgive my uh, music reference. This is kind of all I know, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think this has made me realize I, I got a family to think about, you know, before my own stuff. So if my children and my beautiful ex-wives here are, uh, can't, can't stay here, then I don't know if I can either. Azar steps forward and puts a hand on your shoulder. Roland, I understand. Happiest I've ever been is building my home, my last home. You've done so much. Rest easy. Thank you. Right then. You all should head back to the boat then, and you'll know when it's time to ship off. Um, I don't mean to put a damper on the mood, but if we are shipping off, I just want to say there is a, a psychotic, enraged wizard who is currently trekking <laughs> albeit at a slow pace but slowly towards us yeah. so uh, are we going to have to deal with him on the way back the otter god says we have a plan should we know what that plan is or <laughs> just his eyes flick him? to Kiriel oh um Curiel's just standing there and like tears are just silently streaming down her face. What's your plan? The Otter God looks at you. You made us a promise. We wish to turn you into a beast. Strong enough to face him. Am I not strong enough as I am? No. And we have other things we must attend to, so... What does that mean? All six of us will change you. You should be honored. We've never worked all together before on a single project. I'm not a project. No, you are not. Sounds like an experiment. Will <laughs> she be safe? 
No. But she will be powerful. And then you will go and you will defend us while we put the world right. That is what we ask in return for what we did for you. What does that mean for me? Um, well, I, well, I still have the everything I have now, the, the feelings, the thoughts that my, my sense of identity. We do not touch the mind. What will I look like? Otter looks at the lion. This one here is pretentious. Calls the idea an arch dragon. A dragon? Yes. Like Elo? More than Elo. I'm just trying to help you picture it, Kirio. I don't know. Thanks, Tosh. Anytime. If I become a beast, do can I go? Does that mean I'm not? Does that mean I can go back and forth between this mountain and the mainland? In my home. You would be our creation. Directly. And in that sense, mortal no longer. So yes. Would I have to follow your every command? Does Umara? I... I... I don't know. The answer is no. We do not order our creations. We do not even ask for worship. We ask for your respect. You've earned my respect. I'm I'm sorry that I didn't give it to you before. There's nothing to forgive. I think she she looks between the beast gods and Azar a couple of times. Um, Azar smiles and he says I never answered. And I know that hurt. But you didn't need me. I do want you to know. I've never hated them. They're people. Like any other. Good. Bad. In between. Or just as they are, parts of nature. 
I think the tears start to fall harder. And she says, even though you might not have answered me, you, you gave me something to believe in. You gave me faith. You gave me faith my entire life. You're the reason I'm here. You're the reason I... I finally found them. She gestures to the beast gods. I'm... I'm sorry that I... that I thought of your love in a... narrow-minded way. That I excluded myself from it. I... I know now that that's not your way. He smiles. There's a way you can make it up to me. It's like humor on his lips. <laughs> What's that? Kill that frost shepherd. And then go make a home. would love nothing more good and he kind of like steps back next to viridian and atosh i think she just looks towards the beast gods and she says okay i'm ready the ghostly one the fox comes forward and puts a hand on your cheek and then the rabbit mirrors him. And then the reptile puts a hand on your shoulder and the lion does the other. The hawk touches your forehead and you can feel as each of them adds their hand, they're adding their wishes for you. Strength, protection flight flames and then the otter comes up and puts two fingers right on on Kirill's sternum and says ah, a little something and you get like a sense of self and beauty mm. and then they step back and you can feel your body humming with magic. And the otter says to Roland, take her down to the beach with you. This is going to hurt. Help her through it. It'll be done in half an hour, maybe. And then they turn and they take Atosh and Viridian up the steps. Um, Natalie. Would you mind going into the mm. roll 20 and checking the character sheets for me? Mm-hmm. Wait, what am I looking for? Uh, where you find your character sheet, you should see a new one. <gasps> oh, shit. 
<laughs> Would you look at that? Holy cow. Arch dragon. Ooh. Uh, she's a pretty dragon. She's so pretty. <laughs> Damn. I will give you a minute to look over that. It's such a cool I looking found dragon. It. <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay, I'll look over it. Thank you. Thank you.